This episode of the Golf Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Get started today and you'll get a risk-free bet for up to 500 bucks. Terms and conditions do apply, so go get the details at wynnbet.com and download the app today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit and receive up to $500 in bonus cash. That's PropSwap.com, promo code SGP. And we're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Sign up at underdogfantasy.com with promo code SGPN and receive a free $25 entry to use in Best Ball Mania 2 for a chance to win a million dollars. And, of course, don't forget to go download the SGPN app in the App Store or Google Play Store today. All right, DJs, welcome back. It's the British Open recap. Uh, and uh, the 3M preview. Listen, if Colin can say it, we can say it. Uh, so uh, from now, it's the British Open. So it's myself, Boston Capper, and the God of Golf himself, Steve Shermer. Steve, what's up, buddy? I mean, didn't they are DQ Morikawa for saying it's the British Open? I, I think that's part of the rules that you have to specifically say Open Champion in, oh. in order to get your name on the cleric jug there. So you know what? Everyone who had a Louis ticket? Go back to your book, try no, and get a refund, ticket. try and speed get them to pay it out. Speed ticket. That, that's oh, the cash. Ticket, you're right. Yeah. Fuck. Christ. I know. Well, something <laughs> happened that has never happened before. I know. And I and we were all going in saying, well, you got to have experience and, you know, like, you know, having some sort of pedigree marriage. But, I mean, when you think about it, and I said this on the DFS show, I'm not going to tout because it's, I, I didn't pick it before that. But like I, I did mention that of all the young guns, I thought Morikawa had the best head on his shoulders. And, and, the, and the one thing, and it's, it's, it's so hard to difficult, it's, it's hard to handicap Morikawa because it really all depends on how his putter is. Yep. And you don't know what's going to show up until you get to the tournament. And for it just so happened that Morikawa led the field in putting. So Something I... So- I yeah, something I never thought I would ever say. Number one in putting and so and slow greens, slow yeah. greens, slow greens yeah. is supposed to. Uh, I don't know, man. I know. I, it I know. it was truly unexpected. Like like it's that's someone where you know Morikawa has it as soon as you start watching. And on Thursday, I started getting the hint that he had it. You know, he's rolling in putts. He was sticking everything. And, uh, you know, hopefully you're able to get on a good live price on Morikawa. Um, if not, it is what it is. So it is what it is. And, and look, I mean, the, the kids got the kids fucking got ice running through his veins. He really does. I mean, like watching him on Sunday, it was like he's not making a mistake. He's not giving any strokes back. Somebody's going to come up and take it. That's a, I mean, that's really how I felt like. And that's how I felt about Louie all the way through Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Like his swing was so pretty the whole fucking time. And it was like, he's not going to make a mistake. <laughs> and then Sunday teed off and I was like, oh, no, Louis is not going to play well today. No, like you he, can just tell he is who we thought he was. Yeah, and it sucks, man. Like, I wish Louis could fucking win. Like, I really do. Because, look, I, I had uh, the only person I even had live in reality was Spieth. And I was like, well, listen, if Spieth is going to win, like, uh, let's hopefully Louis can at least do it because it would be funny because he wouldn't win on American soil again anyway. Like, that would have been a funny joke. Um, but uh, listen, man, Morikawa, what a fucking stud, dude. Like, what do you what do you say? We're never going to see a fucking 30 number with him in a major again, ever. No, ever. probably not. Although I looked at the Masters, he's still hanging at 20. I really? think that maybe people just don't buy the fact that he only hits the ball. Like, I mean, there's such a narrative, like you got to hit the ball both ways. You got to hit a draw there. Well, yeah. 
I mean, I, I said this back in the Masters pocket. I'm pretty sure he can hit a drive. You're not. You don't become the number three golf in the world if you can't hit it from right to left. All right, like he prefers two, a fade. Two majors. And he, have, he actually even hit a. I saw him hit a draw at the Open Championship. So yeah. he is capable of doing it. So yeah. and if you're as good of an iron player as he is, it doesn't matter. Right. Exactly. Fine. Exactly. So I mean, congratulations to him. Uh, I mean, everybody wants to go talk about how many majors he's won, like we do with everybody. Like, I think right. I asked this question to you of Rom, like, yeah, yeah. how many majors have Rom won? So, I guess the number in my head is, well, actually, you know, let's, let's look at it a different, different way. Okay. Is Morikawa going to win the career Grand Slam? Ooh. So, you have the Masters and the U.S. Open left. He could definitely win a U.S. Open. I think in the right course he can. Right. What's the what, I mean, I actually just looked at this earlier today, the the schedule uh, for the opens. Yeah, the, so next year is I actually don't know where next year is. I know 2023 because we were talking about it in the Slack. That's yeah. L.A. Country Club. So Ooh. that's very similar to Riviera, where it's yeah. fast and firm. It's wide. Like, I think that one might play a little bit like Chambers Bay a little bit. Okay. That was one by Spieth. And basically, Morikawa is the incarnation of Spieth. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think he could definitely win that one. Um, I think he went to Masters. So, yeah, I think it's very possible. I just I, I, I worry when we talk about these guys and we're like, oh, we just assume that they're going to win like five, six majors. Like I remember right. having a conversation with my buddy after Spieth won in 2017, the Open. And, and I'm like, all right, you know, over under seven for Spieth. He's like, <laughs> right. oh, way over. Well, and yeah. this was the first time since. Well, actually, I take that back. It's not the first time, but like he's just now getting back close. To winning speed? major speed. So yeah. okay. it's not a guarantee. There's a lot of good players out there. Yeah. Now we'll talk about the DFS report card when we get to that in a little bit. But I mean, congratulations to Morikawa. He's a stud, very well spoken. Uh, even if he used British Open instead of the Open Championship, he also botched uh, a Open Champion of the Year, whatever yeah, it yeah. was, too. Yeah, that's yeah. whatever. That's such a stupid fucking thing, anyway. Like the, the Brits are so goddamn high and mighty. Like, dude, your golf course fucking sucked this weekend. Like, Fuck you and all the, like all I heard was Thursday, Friday was, oh, if this was an American course, it would be fucking they'd be birdying it. Like, fuck you. Like, this thing was terrible. Like, I, it really was. Like, I hated it. Like, I had no fear of anybody going into bunkers, the fescue, like whatever they were getting out of that. No goddamn problem. Like, I don't know. Like the whole experience, like you need wind and rain. Other than that, your golf course blows. Can blows. I can I respond as the golf course architect group in this show? OK. The first six holes are really good. And I think that's shown in the scoring where everybody was, it was all over part. I, I think you can't deny that, right? Yeah. All yeah, the five. blind shots, the yeah. like, I like the blind shot of five. Yeah. Yeah. Even, even four, like the T shot in four too. like, even though everybody clears the ball, it looks intimidating and he got out of bounds behind the green. Like the stretch from one to six is really good, but the rest of the golf course is boring. You're right. Especially and unfortunately no it's because Every all the players going all the way back to 1950, by the way, had complained that the golf course is way too hard, that it's too unfair. And they've had to basically soften it. They like like this golf course used to have really crazy undulations in the fairways. Like it used to have those cross bunkers like that where balls would roll into it and they've taken it out. They shifted a lot of it. And the back nine. You're right. It's pretty boring. No. So. like when Morikawa hit the back nine, I was like, all right, well, he's going to have to somehow fuck up. Like he's going to have to fuck up 
for Spieth to take it because Spieth screwed up on fucking Friday and then screwed up on fucking Saturday. Like, no, it's Saturday and then the first thing Sunday. Like, fucking two over, two over through fucking six. And then he missed that little fucking bur- gimme putt. You could have kicked that in with his fucking foot on, on 18 on fucking Friday. Well, Morikawa did mess that up a little bit on the back nine. So on, on 14, well, no, first of all, what was it, number 12? He hit it in the junk. Right, but he came out and of it. No and then he had like a 20-footer for par, which he made. He I made know. every single putt. Every game. single fucking putt. Yeah. And then on 14, the easy par five, he left it on the, it didn't climb the ridge, and he had like 25 feet yeah, for up birdie. over the fucking ridge into for the fucking birdie. That was pretty bad. That that was like, all right, now this is over. That's when I, that's when I almost smashed my phone. <laughs> so, well, congratulations to Morikawa. Um, yep. my psycho ass got up at three 15 in the morning and lied back at 61. <laughs> so I wasn't too upset that he won, uh, it worked out for me, but you know, a lot of people missed it just because we were all talking about age and experience. And I'm mm-hmm. totally guilty of it too. I just follow what the trend said. And unfortunately yep. the two exceptions to that age rule happen to be Jordan Spieth and Rory McIlroy, two phenoms, two generational players. And Morikawa is a generational player. And he broke the yeah. mold. So. I even said it on on the betting show, like any regrets. And I was like, I'm pretty sure ignoring the young guys. Yeah. Right. So, but I did it anyway. Well, we had every opportunity to lie bet him when we did, but it is what it is. So let's move on to Louis, though. Let's 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 ship back to him. Poor Louis. So when did you know on Sunday it was over for him? But I I know when. Okay. All right. It so was, I, it, it was it was hole two. So when I he, was. That's my initial instinct, but like I didn't want to give it up yet. I think I think it, I think it was five though. It was either five or six. I can't remember which hole. Are you talking about the bunker shot where you went yeah. bunker, bunker? That was number yeah. seven. That's okay, so seven. the easiest hole in the golf course. Yeah. So I I I I had that little voice in the back of my head on two and I was like, no, 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 come on. He can study the ship. He's been rock solid for fucking 56 holes. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it's, it's, I think he was in the middle of the fairway at two and yeah. he hit just a horrible Hard. iron. Yeah. It, 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 it clipped the, the right edge of the green and funneled down. And then he got up down for par, but it's just like, all right, he doesn't have it. It, it was shades of Tory. Mm. Whereas irons were a little shaky on Sunday too. Like he was just yep. missing everything out to the right. Like, that's Louis's miss is when he's it's kind of right. a, little, a little close to the, he- the heel and it's going right. Yep. Had that all day yep. on Sunday. And then that's what happened on seven is he left it out a little bit too much to the right, trigger with a bunker, hit just a bunker shot we would hit. <laughs> and fried egged. I mean, he did a good job getting up and down for bogey from there, but that's yeah, losing that. That hole is playing half a shot under par for the day. So you lost a shot and a half to the field. Yeah, it was a wrap. Yeah, yeah, and that was it for Louis. So, is do you, is there a particular reason he can't close these out? This is that was eighth runoff finish. So I mean, he wasn't really like I mean I know there was probably at least two or three of them where like yeah he finished second, but he really wasn't like chasing down. So I'm not too worried about like the closing out part of it. But I mean I don't know, man. I mean the dude seems calm. Like he he doesn't seem like it gets to him. Like I was just absolutely. Uh, with the uh, at the PGA when he put it in the water, I was like, "Fucking what the hell just happened?" Like yeah. that might have been nerves. Like that that one well, really that, that was that loose iron shot to the right again. It, it was, I know. So it's, I mean, there's got to be something to it, man. Like there's got to be, there has to be. Like I don't know if it's maybe he doesn't put enough pressure on himself. 
Maybe. I, I don't know, yeah. dude. I'm not a fucking shrink. I don't fucking know. But it, it is. It is. Like, I mean, that's the whole reason when I was bitching to you, texting on Friday, like, this fucking tournament blows. Like, this thing's a wrap. And you were like, if you're so confident, go bet on Louie. I was like, fuck no. <laughs> I'm not going to fucking put my money on Louie. Well, no I, I thought you were trying to mush it. No, I wasn't trying to mush it. I, I kept telling you. I was being completely honest. Like, he, dude, tell me he didn't look smooth and like a goddamn robot. Like, he looked, he looked like he was not going to make a mistake. Yeah, well, I mean, he looks smooth and like a robot at the PJ Championship. He looks like a robot at Torrey Pines. No, 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 no. And just good old Louie came out. But so I, so I, I take it that this, I, I guess I'm getting the impression from you with, with this latest Louie implosion. Mm. Do you think, did he lose it or did he just get beat on Sunday? So I think, I think there's a difference between what happened at the U.S. Open and here. Yeah. I think he probably he he lost it more here. I think. Well, I I disagree. Really? Didn't Rom win it at minus five at Tory? Isn't that where Louis started the day? Oh, yeah. But I was talking. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, Louis Louis lost lost it at Tory. Yeah, but I feel like as much as you love here. John Rom, let's face it, Louis can All right, that's fine. All right, yeah. that's fair. My I bias, mean, here my bias might have clouded that one. That's fine. He had to shoot at least. He had to shoot yeah, on six in order well, to win. You know, he missed. He missed left on fucking was it seventeen there? Yeah, he did. But he, he was actually also, missed left. Yeah. 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 So he he lost. I think. He, yeah, I think he was tied with Rom at that point. He was. Yeah. So he so he definitely lost that one here. He had to shoot sixty six to beat Morikawa today. Yeah. He, he, got, he got beat. So. Yeah. Yeah. No, I yeah. think he got. Beat. Yeah. I just said I think he got beat. I mean, he probably got beat at both then. Like. Yeah. This one is and, and Spieth really. I mean, Spieth was the one who choked it away. So I was so I was listening because I was I was out and about on Saturday, uh, driving back from uh, my wife friend at a vacation house for the weekend, and then I was driving back from there. And um, so I had open championship radio, which by the way was just utterly so good, delightful. so good. So how much better is that so than anything we get over here? So good. Just juxtapose that with. The fucking boob who was talking on fucking Sunday about Morikawa being a great putter, Corey Connors being a great putter, anybody who was fucking five under, watch out now. He hit the fucking fairway at one. He's live. Shut the fuck up. I don't know who that was, but he was driving me fucking insane. Oh, it's Paul Azinger. Oh, my God, dude. That guy is the fucking worst. That dude, and you guys, and everyone complained about Johnny Miller. He took over for Johnny John, Miller. I like Johnny Miller. I, I know. I, well, a lot of people did not like Johnny Miller. I love Johnny Miller. And it, 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 it's either with Azinger, it's pressure. Oh, it's pressure, pressure. <laughs> and, you know, I mean, he's, he's, a, he's a good putter, even though he's like 150th uh, in Trost game putting. So bad. So bad. It makes no sense. Oh, I was God. getting, I was getting, like, Physically agitated listening to that fucking guy. Yeah, but meanwhile, I have open championship radio. Like they, they, like I never felt so much suspense over a putt. Like they're like, all right, oh here he goes. Oh, he's crouching over the putt. Oh, he's lining it up. Here it goes to the hole. Oh, it missed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and, and they're and they're so like. And it, it, like they're so biased for the English oh, yeah. golfers too. Oh, yeah. Like any time an English golfer, anytime Tommy Flea would hit to like twenty five feet, it was the greatest shot in history. Oh, oh it's it a was beautiful awesome. iron, beautiful iron. He did a little baby drop. Yeah. Hit that. Back uh, and they, would, they would get mad if Rory missed a putt too. It's like, oh, he missed it. Oh, like, like, <laughs> like it was great. 
they they didn't hide their colors at all. Oh, I, I loved yeah. it, and it was like, and it was. And there was like twenty sick. of them. I felt there was like twenty different people. They were like, "Let's go to here. Let's go to here. Let's yeah. go to here." They were all, and if, and man, they were so cutting and little little sharp tongue jabs, like shitting on the golfer. Oh, I was like, "Yes, let's go." I, I oh yeah, it. I mean, so, so they're like, "Oh, you know, he he yelled four there. That's some of the Americans don't do." <laughs> so great, and then and then the story about they were talking about Harry Stenson playing a prank on Poulter. Oh yeah, <laughs> he put bread all over Poulter's Just Ferrari. Dark. And all the seagulls came and crapped on it. Like that, you don't hear that crap on Golf Channel. No, they never bring no. that up. The golf, the coverage of this fucking thing. Like I know people were complaining about like showing the shots and shit. And I get they didn't have control of that because they were just going off the world feed. And like I understand that. Yeah. Fine. But the idiots that they have fucking talking constantly. More fucking commercials. Than I have ever seen in my fucking life. Like this, I don't understand. I don't under. I don't. I, I, I just. I don't understand. Like I don't get it. Like how are they so fucking bad at letting people experience the game or try to get new people into it? You know, oh, I, listen, I'm fine. Let's thank God at least they have the fucking playing through, right? So I can at least fucking I know who the golfer is. But if somebody who who is not a degenerate golf guy, like they're not gonna know based on that shirt or his putting stance who the fuck that guy is. You know what I mean? There's no commentary to it and. I just I can't, dude. It's so fucking bad, man. It's so bad. Well, not this only is a that, fucking major. I mean, not only that. I mean, you were asleep for it, but any of the psychopaths who got up at like two thirty in the morning, like I did, I had to pay for Peacock Plus in order to watch the coverage. Usually, that stuff is on Golf Channel, and then they splice in like really weird infomercials. Like that's kind of that's right. somewhere entertaining. Yeah. But I had actually like just pay for Peacock Plus to watch it from like two to four, and then I canceled it after Friday. Friday, like, like what? I I don't. Can we just show it all on Golf Channel, please? Like, can, can we just do that? Do I have to swap from like five different things during a golf? Like, when when did that become a thing? I don't know. It's it's it, so it's, stupid with the fucking. It rights. was dumb. Like, and I was already sleep deprived at that point. <laughs> and I'm like, oh crap! I already turn off Roku and I got to turn on my cable box. So that just sucks. So Roku. Whatever. But uh, I, well, that's how I stream the Peacock. Oh, by the way, yeah, like it just came to, to my Roku, the Peacock app. Like I couldn't have it for a while. So like, so last year the US Why don't you just get a like, Fire Stick, like a normal human. Because I have Roku. Just get a Fire Stick. It's the same thing. Yeah, except Roku is weird. It's, it's for that, weirdos. It's the same thing. It's a box that you just pick. Do you do you have Amazon? Yes, I do. Do you use Amazon Prime? Yes, I do. So then why don't you just fucking you? It's free. Because I have a Roku. But Amazon Prime is better. Oh, it cost me 50 bucks. It didn't matter. I don't know. I don't like Roku. All right, whatever. Did you did you buy that stock or something and they screwed you? No, Probably. actually. No, no. Actually, Roku stock's actually pretty good. You know, actually, oh, you tipped me on, I actually made a little bit of money. I ended up selling it. But uh, Tommy actually tipped me on that. He had some guy who knew something. I don't know. Fuck it. Was. The, um, <laughs> but, right. um, yeah. But you really, I, did you I, really fucking enjoy this tournament? I I always enjoy the Open. It's my it's my favorite major. I think it's it's the charm of waking up. I, like I have a tradition behind this thing. Yeah, I fun. am the psychopath that gets up really early, makes a big breakfast, before, and then I go to work. Right. And then I just like I am I'm just tired at seven thirty. I go to bed and I wake up and do the same thing. Right. And I just I love I just love the golf courses. I know this wasn't the strongest showing. I love seeing a different type of golf course on my television instead of this garbage one we're going to get in a little bit, which I'll talk about. Fine, fine, fine. Okay. Tradition aside, this has to be like top three worst opens you've ever seen. 
Mm, no, I don't think so. Hoy Lake was a sleeper in 2014 because Rory ran away with it. And that golf course, Royal Liverpool kind of stinks. Um, 2011, well, Royal St. George's 2011. All right, fine. It's, <laughs> Thank it's you. bottom, I would say it's <laughs> bottom two of yeah. all the open, open venues. Yeah, it's trash. Trash. I, the front nine's not trash. The back nine's kind of trash. All right, why don't we go to the DFS report card? All right, fine. We'll we'll talk. We'll hit on some other golfers. So let's start in the ten thousand dollar range. Uh, John Rahm, twenty five percent ownership, paid out beautifully for everybody. Yeah. Um, I mean, the some of the guys. I mean, the guys we liked in the ten thousand dollar range. We liked Rahm. We liked Kepka. We liked DJ. They all showed up. Um, Till Sunday for DJ. I it's still he finished eighth in scoring. Yeah. He can't catch the top ten for me. Uh, yep. Oh, thank you, Brooks Kapka, by the way. I laid Oh, God, thank God. I know. Heavy bat. I was sweating that. for you. I was sweating oh, for yeah. you after Saturday. I was like, oh, boy. <laughs> I laid a heavy bat, and that turned aces for your boy on a Sunday. I also bet a couple unders on uh, round four props. So it, I, I ended up having a good tournament, so don't worry about me. But Top 10s uh, and top 20s don't pay my bills. They. Uh... <laughs> so Xander, though. Yeah. Sorry. That was That was disappointing. It's Sander. He's always disappointing. Can we fucking stop now? Can we just stop? Can we stop? No. Okay, fine. Whatever. No, you know, because you know why? Guy hasn't won in fucking how long? Well, you know what? He's going to win next week when he wins the Olympic gold because it's a short field and everybody's going to crap on him. Can we talk about that? Like, that is. No, we'll talk about that next week. Fine. What what a shitty American. Fine. What a shitty fucking American team we're putting out there. Like, I'm it's rooting. better than the one we had in 2016. Did you I'm go back and look I'm, at that one? I know, it's bad. Baba, it was Ricky, it was Reed, and Kucher. Oof. Yeah, because no one wanted to go because Zika. Remember oh, that? Now everybody's going and COVID's fine? Fucking Christ, okay. Well, everybody's vaccinated now. So You, you would think so, but never mind. No, it's because it. no one wanted to go to Brazil back then. That's Why would you want to go to Brazil? You can get robbed down there. Okay. Yeah. Listen, I'll I'll take my risk of going to Brazil with those with those females versus fucking Tokyo. Thank you all day. Anyways, <laughs> anything was from like I mean, no, we didn't like Rory that much, and nope. he was he was bad. Yeah. Um, Xander wasn't fair. Xander was fine on Sunday, but you know what? I mean, everybody was fine on Sunday. It was the easiest scoring conditions of the week, so I'm not giving him any credit for that. Like he, he, Xander was bad on Friday, bad on Saturday. Yeah. So. When when we lose the Ryder Cup. Because of Xander, then can we stop? Then can we stop? Are you secretly hoping for that? No. Are you? Absol- are you hoping? Are you hoping that Rom beats Xander? Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely not. I still root for the flag. How yeah, I think you. It, I think you want an excuse to like murder it, Xander. It, it would be. It would be a. It would be a, a good content. <laughs> well, I mean, besides Xander and Rory, Rom, Kepka, and DJ were fine. Let's move on. Um, so nine thousand dollar range. Um, we like speed. We like Louis, like Morikawa for DFS. One, two, and four. Pretty good. Yeah, I'd say that was a good return. Um, I mean, can I talk about Hoblin for a second? Yeah, absolutely. And I, I, I had a conversation with you off and on for last week. I could not understand the obsession with Hoblin this week. Yeah. And is this just because everyone wanted to be first on him? Yeah, that's kind of what I said, right? Like, fucking, he's a, he's a sexy... So, Morikawa is your... Steady Eddie, like other than that ridiculous shot he hit uh, on sixteen uh, for the for the PGA Championship, um, like 
He's steady Eddie, man. Like, like you don't know what you're going to get. Hovland is fucking got the crazy scorecard, fucking circle, circle, double circle, double square, circle, circle. You know what I mean? Like, it, he's just fun to watch, and you want to be first on him. I, I really think that's the reason why. Like, even me, like, I, I was I was pumping him up. You know, I wanted to be first. You know, like, he, he's, he's an exciting golfer to watch. Let's put it that way, right? Like, he gets the juices flowing. He is, but like he the, he he wasn't even close to contending no, this week. No, like no. he finished eighteenth in scoring, but it's just because of a good Sunday. He was utterly irrelevant all weekend. Correct, absolutely. So I I don't know. I, I think that was a big miss by the industry. Just hop on Holland when you had more sitting right there, and even Scotty Shepard. Like I know Shepard only finished seventeenth oh, at DraftKings score, but Shepard was so much better. So much better in and real he, life, like, golf, so much better. Like have you, and like that's the eight thousand dollar race. But I'm going to bring it up right now. Like Scheffler's major record, he had to finish worse than nineteenth in the major. He has like four top tens already. Isn't that crazy? That dude's a stud. I wish he. There's something about he's got a little Louis stink to him. Whatever. He's also no, no. 20, he's also only twenty four. I know. I'm just I'm just yeah. pointing it out. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, you know what? Scheffler's going to become the next fee now because everybody's like, oh, when's Scheffler going to win? Oh, no. Don't do that to that man. Although, you know what? I, I, I think he's going to win a FedEx Cup event. Ooh, That's coming up cool. very soon. Yeah. That'd be cool. I think, I, I think that, that I, like I, think Scott, I like Scottish Scheffler. I, I, do, I do too. So, I, I mean, other than that, though, JT stunk. We, we saw that from a mile yeah. away, even with like. Without win. Without win. He still stunk. That, he is the pampered fuck. He really is. That's what it is. And it's I, 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 I'm never going to like JT for like the wind conditions were not bad there. And he still only managed for it. And he was bad on Sunday in like really good ones. Like, like if he couldn't shoot like better than two over on a Sunday at that golf course, he's never going to play well in an open. So, um, well, listen, never say never. Right. OK. I, all right. I know that's I, hot. take. That's hot. Take, but you know what? He's not he's not going to be on my radar. He's going to be one of the guys like, all right, you're doing something fine. I'll lie. Bet you. Yeah. He okay. will never be a pre-tournament bet at an open for me. OK. Unless he's okay. like 100 to one. This will <laughs> so, never happen. So. Um, Bryson was who we thought he was. Yep. He would like like Hovland. He showed up on Sunday. These scoring conditions. I'm not giving him any credit for that. Um, he said he learned something from it. OK, buddy. Yeah, he learned. Uh, he see, learned. He learned not to shit on his fucking on his goddamn driver sponsor. Oh like, God. what a fuck. Let's stop for a second. You want to talk about a pampered baby douchebag? Bryson is easily the athlete I hate the most right now. Like that guy sucks in every aspect of being a human being. He has no awareness of why people hate him. That is the weirdest part about it. He's like, I don't understand why you don't like me. Well, you sir. Are a douchebag. Like that's it. Like he is, he's the worst. I I hate him. I hate. Yeah, him. maybe it's because you publicly out your equipment sponsor because on miss hits it doesn't go straight. Right. Well, that's you know when you swing thing. the yeah when you swing the ball 135 miles per hour and you don't hit in the center, what's it going to do? It's going to go way offline. He, he gets he gets pissy at reporters for calling him out on his bullshit. He gets fans thrown off his shit. Talks about his fucking sponsors. I, I can't. He, he doesn't take fucking blame for anything. Never. Nothing is Bryson's fault ever. He is a hundred percent. Everybody gets a trophy. Fucking generation. Like, well, listen. It can't possibly be my fault. It's got to be something with the golf ball. It's got well, the 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 judge didn't give me the the correct ruling. I didn't get like. Ugh. Just fucking, I'm fuck. I can't with that fuck guy, man. Like I seriously, I can't. He makes me so upset. No, he does. I mean, I, I, I'll still bet him if I see an opportunity. But yeah, absolutely. I, 
In, in the war of Brooks versus Bryson, Brooks is demolishing Bryson. Yeah, this shit was this shit was uh, Grenada. Okay, Brooks was the U.S. Uh, Bryson was Grenada. Okay, for all you fucking millennials, it was like a weekend war, and uh, we won very quickly and decisively. There you go. Nice historical poll, by the way. Good job. Thank you, sir. Um, do you have any thoughts on Hatton? You were really high on him. <laughs> yeah, I should probably fucking calm down on him. Yeah, I think I, I think I think he just went on like uh, like a mini little hot streak there. And uh, I, I just love him. I mean, the motherfuckers flipping the bird, breaking clubs. I love that type of shit because um, it shows me that he like wants the win. But I don't know, man. He, he, I think he just went on a little hot stretch and maybe he's back to the hat that we knew before. Yeah, it seems like he was playing way, way above way his above heads. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. So, yep. I mean, maybe like like if he was priced around Matthew Fitzpatrick every time, oh, I yeah, think yeah. I would buy that. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, ninety nine thousand bucks for him. No. All right, let's move on to the eights. Um, can we put the narrative to bed about Patrick Reed? Yeah, we have to. Conference? We talked about this already. Yeah, we I have to. We do. Yeah. I, I think I think him winning Tories like the worst thing that could have happened for both of us. <laughs> I agree. Because we both we both crapped on him at Tory. We weren't on him, and then everybody won in the industry, and then yeah. we got this narrative ahead. All Patrick Reed, tough golfers, which. There's some merit to it, but it just has turned into such an auto bet for us that anytime yeah. it's a major golf course, like, like, so, so I sent you a spreadsheet yeah, about like guys who are within five, like at, like at majors, like over the last like three years or so Reed, Reed doesn't get in contention at majors. Nope. It's, it's basically WGC events where he like really shines and FedEx cup events, but. So he's like a tougher Xander. <laughs> basically a Xander that wins. <laughs> Sorry. <Nate. laughs> Um, Patrick Cantlay, I'm mad at myself. I, I told be, you not to do it. I was going to be out on Cantlay. And then we had the conversation on Monday where we're talking about his mental fortitude. And I got swayed to the other side. I'm like, well, I mean, his stats really are good. No, you know what? That dude doesn't have it. No, he doesn't. He's soft. That's another guy. We'll talk about this offline where we look at like where he contends. He yeah. contends at all the shitty events. Yeah. And then he got, and he got handed to get by John, a victory Thank by John Rom. Fake win. I know you're right. I mean, we already talked about Scotty Sheffer. Paul Casey was okay. He's only 27th in scoring, but he said he played better than what the, res- what the results were. I, he just didn't make a lot of birdies, but he was fine all weekend. If, if you picked him, you were not, you were not happy. Um, Fleetwood was blah. Yeah. Typical Adam Scott. That was disappointing. Justin Rose. He did all right. It's fun. Webb Simpson had two good days, two bad days. I know. How about that, man? I was even. I was surprised. I was surprised with Webb. I really was. Yeah. Maybe he's coming around with a neck injury. So yeah. I mean, you got Wyndham coming up. That's really the only. Other he's he's going to be so short at Wyndham though because of Wyndham. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, he's, we're he's not going to get any like, value on him. No, that's true. I don't know. I think I, no. I already used him one and done, so I can't use him there. Um. Zalatoris, that's too bad. He did, he played well on fr- Thursday and then legitimately had. I think he's legit. I thought he was legit injured. I watched that tape of him coming out of that. Uh, coming out of that shit, man. Like that shit did not look like good. You could tell he was like doing his shit. Like I will shit on them if they quit and lose. But dude, he was still one under. Like he was yeah. fine. He's, he wasn't running from a score. Like no, no, he withdrew before he even teed off on Friday. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. that that's yeah. fine. That, um, putt, that putt was hard to watch though. <laughs> That yeah, was that, very that, that's very yippy. And that and that's why Bill Zalatoris is not going to be on the Ryder Cup team. No. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, yeah, of course not. It, 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 he, there was there was chatter. He was going to be on it. 
I'm, he, there was chatter. No, that's my dog. What's yeah, he, dog he, he agrees that the What's Will's dog What's should dog be dog uh, Rudy, actually. Rudy? Rudy the dog. Nice. Hold on a second. You talk. I'm going to tell my dog to shut the fuck up. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So Rudy the dog. Do you guys think it's from Rudy from Notre Dame? Or what, what, do, we, what do we think it is? Is it Rudy so from Notre Dame? So my wife um, loves the movie Rudy. Okay. She also, remember the football player um, Rocky McIntosh? Oh, He's he's a linebacker for Washington or something, and love that name. So his name is Rudy McIntosh Shermer. Yeah. All I right. Then. I, whatever. 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 I got. What do I got? I got. Listen, Maggie. he's a good dog. He's a good guard dog. I don't need a security system. What kind of dog is it? He's a little dachshund. <laughs> good dog. He's a feisty. He's a feisty. A feisty one. Oh yeah, he thinks he's like. He thinks he's eighty pounds. That's how fucking my. So I got a co- a, a cocker uh, Maggie, and she runs my tree line. Like she weighs maybe fucking 25 pounds mm-hmm. and she runs the tree line and barking at everything in the dark, running into the woods. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. She's an idiot. Yeah. Well, <laughs> she's going to, she's going to get, she's going to get, eat, she's going to get eaten at some point. <laughs> Tell her that Rudy be good. Rudy. <laughs> uh, all right. So AK range. All right. Yeah, $7,000 range. <laughs> You want to stop the recording? I got no. Fuck it. Keep going. Who cares, dude? With thirty-three minutes in, doing a DFS break. All right, right, fine. Daniel Berger, surprise. I was very surprised he did well. Me too. Me too. Um, Harrison was somehow finished thirtieth in scoring. It's because he made the cut on the number. You want to talk about somebody who? You're right, by the way. (laughs) Yeah, whatever. He's so lucky. (laughs) He is so lucky. I know. Um, I mean, Robert McIntyre did great. Sergio, you know what? Of all the old guys, Sergio was the only one really showed up. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, Har- oh, wait, we're not there yet. Never mind. Sorry. All right, Brian Harmon, Corey Connors, they showed up too. I mean, honestly, Connor, like, where, did, where did that Connors performance come from, by the way? Because he looked like shit the week before on that Licks course. Oh, and then I all mean, of a sudden. So, so did Morikawa, the Scottish, and then yeah, he came into this place and did fine. Maybe he just needed to, like, just test out the turf conditions and just, like, get a feel of, like, how the fescue, you know, greens yeah. roll, and he was fine. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, love the scoring. I mean, honestly, there wasn't many bus, like, high, like, popular bus in right. this. Um, unfortunately, the bus that were had were guys we liked. Yeah. Uh, we got sucked into the Brandon Grace Vortex. Yep. As bad. Mark Leishman. You want to get some words about him? I just don't understand. He should have done so much better. And you kept sending me the shit like, he just didn't putt. It's fine. He'll be fine. Today. And he looked, he played okay on Rock and Friday, but the putts still weren't going. Like, he just couldn't putt. Yeah, he was, I think he, uh, I think every green he hit in regulation, it was a two putt. At, at, at least. I was That's, so high on him, bro. I was too. I got, I fell in love as well. And it didn't work out. And we'll talk about that after I'm done with this. We'll maybe okay. some lessons learned. Uh, and then six thousand dollar range. Uh, Sam Burns is ten percent. And listen, he didn't hurt. Cut. Any, yeah, it didn't he, hurt anybody. He did, he did nothing. Um, honestly, there really wasn't much in the six thousand dollar range other than uh, well, Mackenzie Hughes. Mm-hmm. That was a surprise. Uh, Cash the top Canadian for you. Good job. Yep. There you go. Right. Uh, and then man bun power. Marcel How about C? that guy? I don't know. I don't That's know. One of the like best it. calls I had in the tournament. I had no money on it. I don't think I like that guy. I love that guy. Why? That, that was one of my favorites back in like the early 2010s. Yeah, but why? He's got a man bun. He's French. He's yeah. got some fire to him. 
Apparently, he loves cigarettes and drinking. All right, fine. And he's not right. French. He's German. Oh, he's German? Yeah, he's not French. He's German. Oh, I, oh, I thought he was French. No. Oh, well, that completely changes my mindset. No, he, he's, <laughs> no. he's from the good side of the Rhine. All right, I'm fine with that. All right. Okay. Well, so what's funny is, is I would have, I was watching him. I didn't mind the fist bumps and stuff. I just didn't like the fact that he wasn't wearing a hat. I don't know why that bothered me. But uh, like on Sunday, he had a visor on. I listen. I have no idea why it bothered me. I know it makes no fucking sense. But I was like, fucking put a hat on, man. Like whatever. You can have your man bun hanging out the back. But it bothered me that he wasn't wearing a hat. No idea why. I don't care about uh, the fist bumps. I like. Yeah, I, I, I didn't know if he was wearing a visor on a Sunday. Was it Saturday? He was wearing a visor on Saturday or Sunday. One or the other. That's kind of weird, then. So, yeah, I'm fine with right. I mean, I, I got another shit. DFS report card. Now, I want to round back just, like, overall. Mm. Do you have any lessons learned from this? Yeah, stop fucking putting all your eggs in one narrative basket. How's that? That's a good point. I apologize <laughs> for that. I think, it, well, you know what? I'm not the only one who said it. Everyone's no, you're not. I'm not. I'm not specifically blaming you. Listen, I, I fucking do my research, and I thought the same fucking thing, and you, I listened to the same shit. And I, listen, I was 100% on board that train. Like, it wasn't like I was like, nah, I don't know. No, I was like, oh, yeah, fuck yeah. This makes all the sense in the world. How about, what did I say, though? Like, uh, like when I text off, I'm like, I love everything about this week, which is uh, just a disaster. It's when I feel uncomfortable that I am, that I end up doing better. Yeah. I mean, at least, I mean, Morikawa is one of probably the more mature ones. And he's at least won a major before. Yeah. He's proven it. Yep. So there was going to be a guy to, like, break the old man curse. Yeah. I mean, he does fit the bill. Yeah. So, but yeah, I, I think next year. But if there was any wind, it would have played all fucking different. That's true. And that's another thing. I put so many tournament score props in on Tuesday. I know you did, buddy. When I showed you the weather report, it was 25 mile per hour winds every single day. And Wednesday night, I knew I was in big trouble. When I saw five mile per hour winds on Sunday, all of a sudden, only 10 on Saturday. Ugh, that was bad. So (laughs) you you don't control the weather. Do not put in a tournament scoring prop until Wednesday night. I think I told you that, too. You did tell me that. You were right. (laughs) And then the last thing, and this is more, this is something I think going forward. Okay. And we brought up guys like Leishman, guys like Harris English, like guys like Brandon Grace. Why do we waste our time betting those pre-tournament when they haven't hit a single shot? Is it because and, and, and is it is it really because we want to bet the number or is there something to the golf gambling industry to saying these guys to sound smart and to tout? So for me personally, it's the number. I like OK. I like a good juicy number. I can give a fuck about the but like it, like tout. like but every show does this, including us. I know. We go like, okay, we're going to look at like the guys 50, 100, and we're going to like, you know, the bombs, like 150. And, and like, is there really a difference? If like, let's, let's say there's a guy like 125 to one. Are you really unhappy if you get him live at like 55? No. So, no, so you're not. So yes. why, why, but and most of the time you go and hit, like you try and pick all these guys, 50, 60, 70, 100 to one, and they all suck. Right. And they are chasing. You just end up wasting a whole bunch of money. 
They could have just spent especially at majors. What are we doing betting guys 41 or worse at a major? What are we doing? I'm done done doing it. There is no no point in doing it. Yeah, no, no, listen, and and I'm fine. I'm fine with it. And like, it makes sense. And I mean, I guess, I guess instead of, so you just, you just, as far as like bankroll management and like expected return, right? You just have to adjust the bet, right? So if you're putting twenty dollars on somebody who's fucking ninety to one, and now he's played well on a Thursday, well at least you know he's fucking playing well and he's forty five to one. So now you put fucking forty bucks on him. You know what I mean? Like that way you you get your same fucking ROI, but at least you're you're seeing some semblance of us that just fucking blind betting it, not knowing if he he's had a fight with his old lady fucking Wednesday night and he's gonna come out and shoot seventy four on fucking Thursday morning. Right. And the only time you're ever going to get a bad number on a guy on the top is if someone like 20 to one gets out to a really fast start. Otherwise, you're going to have plenty of time on Thursday or even Friday in order to get a guy who maybe was like 80 to one at like 30 or 40 to one. And you're going to be perfectly fine doing that. Even like 20 to one. If you lie bet a guy 21 who was like 80 before the tournament, as long as you're just managing your bankroll properly, like, you know, he's playing well. You have a live dog. Like it just, I, 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 I think I'm done doing that. Okay. And, and maybe that's cowardly. Maybe I'm not like saying, "Oh, you're just gonna bet shock and recommend Bennett." But like, that's smart. Why are Why are we doing this? I yeah. think it's stupid. Listen, I, I, I listen. Like I said, I understand the concept, and, and I agree with it to a point, right? I do. I do agree with it to a point, especially in majors. Especially in majors. Look, we were right about, uh, we were right about the Open, um, U.S. Open, the U.S. Open, yeah. um. You know, oh, we missed on this one. Whatever, man. Fucking, I know a bunch of people who had them. Like, whatever. At least on Twitter, like, because it was a bad number, and I talk about it all the time. Like, but at the same point, dude, I was so bought into that fucking narrative of you got to have experience, that type of shit, and I was thinking it was gonna be windy and miserable. Like, whatever. I actually don't regret it. Like, I, I what I do regret is fucking drinking till fucking one a.m. instead of just fucking waking up at three a.m. and live betting Markella. Yeah. Right. And even on Thursday, you had everyone had the opportunity to bet him at like 25 to one for most yeah, of the day. Exactly. So, you know, and what was the starting number? Like 30, 33. Yeah. Yep. That's fine. Like we, the, the beauty about golf, you always have another opportunity when you actually start seeing how things go in order to bet the guy. Yep. So I, going forward, I am definitely going to stop getting so locked in on a bunch of guys pre-tournament. Yeah, so, I only got I only got two bets in so far on the three M. I'm I only have two, and that's probably what going to be what I'm going to have. I'll probably end up so. at four. But here's the I don't even do them. I don't do a ton of outrights like pre tournament. Like the most I ever do is eight, and that's a lot. Like I typically end up at like six. You know right, what I mean? Like, but then it turns into like fifteen while you're like <laughs> firing away. No, it usually ends up it usually ends up somewhere between eight and ten, right? Like right. like outrights as a total, right? Because I mean, whatever. Like depending on what you're betting, like you know what I'm saying? Like that could be a hefty chunk. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's that's a lot of money on a fucking goddamn lottery ticket. Um, All right, I think uh, why don't we put the open to bed and why don't we take a break? Ah, uh, yeah. All right. So before we get into uh, Steve's favorite golf course on the entire earth. Uh, he actually uh, would love to play there. Uh, <laughs> listen, WinBet is bringing you the action of real sports betting with the Win Las Vegas experience. Get in on all your favorite teams, players, and sports games. Generous promo codes, odds, and parlays are happening right now at WinBet. Get started today, and you'll receive a special offer of up to a $500 risk-free sports bets. Terms and conditions do apply. Go get the details at wynnbet.com and download the app today. All right. Well, you know, we have in the 
I'm sorry. You know what? Go ahead. You know, you know, before we even do that, let's just let's let's just go through. We're we're already 45 minutes in. And I've only done one ad read. This is why this is why this is why I said Sean. Uh, okay. I need to I need to fit the one in at the beginning. We'll do that on the betting show. Listen, Prop Swap as well. We're brought to you by them. America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Find the best odds on NBA championship, MLB futures when you buy directly from other betters on Prop Swap. See a ticket you like, but think the price is too high. Submit a bid if you think it's fair, and then buy it. Every ticket purchased on Prop Swap can be resold at any time with one click of a button and prop swap gives you suggested price tools to let you know how much your ticket is worth two weeks ago a prop swap customer sold a 500 dollars 40 to 1 phoenix suns championship ticket for 16 grand after the suns went up 2-0 in the finals a 30 times return for the seller and an adjusted odds for of minus 400 for the buyer when every sports book in the country had the suns at minus 500 with prop swap your bet doesn't need to win in order to make money it just needs to improve think of it like the stock market but for sports betting use promo code sgp on your first deposit and receive up to 500 dollars in bonus cash go to propswap.com and download the propswap app today i mean the guy who sold that ticket very very happy very very fucking happy right now yes. the guy who bought guy who bought ticket eh, but probably not so much you know what that's beauty so- prop swap though it is. You know? very exactly. nice all right let's move on to uh the best tournament of the pj tour oh absolutely three i'm open mm-hmm. let's talk about who's in the field first there's not many big names um and there's gonna Dustin be Johnson's draw, the big, what's that there's got to be more who withdraw. There's no way Louis playing. Yeah, well, don't spoil it. But yes, Louis Weizen is quote unquote in the field. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if he bows out tomorrow. I was surprised he didn't do it today. Yeah, well, we'll see. Maybe he's still uh, sobering up uh, after losing the finishing second again. The open. So, but we got Louis in the field. We got DJ. Remember what happened to DJ last year? Yeah, he fucking didn't he withdraw. He withdrew after the first round after yeah. shooting a seventy-eight. That was coming off two straight eighties at the Memorial. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. And, sh- and then he fixed whatever was ailing him because then he just won everything after that. I'm pretty sure this was like when I went all in on him. I was like, he's coming back, and then he fucking withdrew, and then I was off him again for like two weeks. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> that was pre-podcast, by the way. Well, so that, I thought no, we did no, we, for that. Our debut was at the Wyndham. Really? After, it was the week after the PGA. Was that our pilot then? That was our that pilot. Air. But that went on the air, though. I did think it? it did. No, yeah. I don't think it did. We talked about DJ. I don't know. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Just keep going. <laughs> all right. Well, all right. That's when we first, our relationship started to bloom. Was that the window? Not here. Right. Not here. So, uh, so yeah, DJ was awful last year, but he's in the field this week. Uh, you got Tony Finau, who I think this was the worst. This was really the one where, like, okay, this is a serious problem that Finau can't win this. Like the fact that he couldn't be Richie Rowinski, couldn't be Michael Thompson ended up winning, couldn't be, uh, I think Alex Norin, couldn't be real? a couple other guys who just were, oh, Adam Long, couldn't be those guys. Come on, dude. So he's in the field. Yeah, Ricky in the field. He's always seems like he's in these types of events now. Uh, Sergio yeah. is, Sergio's playing. Does he have any 3M? He's not fucking. He's, there's no way he's coming back from he's there. In the field. Yeah, he's withdrawing. Is he sponsored by Target or something? Oh, maybe. Maybe. No. No, maybe he's got some clothing line coming out. <sighs> Stop it. Sergio Limited, only a Target? I would absolutely buy Sergio golf clothes. That is, dude, it just that, like, is, it, is it Texas clothes? Because he's a Texas guy now. I'm not wearing any Texas clothes. I'm All wearing right. Sergio clothes. All right. Well, you got Matthew Wolf as well. He won this event in 2018. And Patrick Reed's in this too. So... <laughs> 
but that's that's really about it. We talk tomorrow. That's really about it. You got like from about 10, 11, three DJ all the way to like 9,600. It's okay. And then it just falls off a cliff. Well, we'll talk about all that tomorrow. <laughs> Let's talk about the golf course first. All right. I'm going to let you talk about the golf course. You, you don't want to hear me just rip this apart. Come on. Dude, listen, I got to make a drink. I know your thoughts on this. I will be right back to, I, you probably won't even be a whole three by the time. All right. Well, you know, you know what? I'll say all the good things first, and then I'll save all the bad things for when you come back. Okay. Well, then you you must think I'm going to make a drink in ten seconds, then, because those that's the only shit you have to say good about this golf course. It'll be about ten seconds long. All right. Well, let's talk about the go- let's talk about the golf course first. Let's talk about some good things about it first. So, TBC Twin Cities opened in 2000. It was designed by Arnold Palmer. Uh, with consultation from Tom Lehman. Tom Lehman's a very famous Minnesota golfer, former Open champion. Uh, they basically bought a property that was an old sod farm, and they transformed it into the, the current 18-hole layout, and they called it TBC Twin Cities. So let's start with some nice things about the golf course. Um, like every other TBC golf course, it's in immaculate condition. The greens are in perfect shape. The rough is lush. Fairways are in good condition, too. It's bent grass greens around about 12 and sit meter. Got world class amenities. The driving range is really good. The, you know, pro shop is good too. Um, bunkers are nicely raked. They have good sand in it. Like it's, it's a very well maintained golf course. But after that, and and I, you know, I, I crap on a lot of golf courses on the PGA Tour. Like a lot of them kind of look the same. Um, and I don't say this like this. I think this is the worst golf course they play on tour. It's so. Poorly designed <laughs> and poorly executed. And this was even before they did the renovation before the PGA tour came. So they used to play this at the senior tour event. And like, I mean, and, and the senior guys are ripping up because they're pros, but like for the common amateur to go to his golf course, it's a fucking nightmare. Like, it's almost like if you take like an 11 year old and design like a PGA tour, two K one, like custom golf course, but like they would just put, bunch of bunkers over here, a bunch of water hazards, you know, maybe put a battleship in the middle of the 14th fairway just so guys can hit over it. Like, it's just, it's an overindulgence of hazards and just unnecessary landmines for the common golfer like us. Like, I cannot imagine, like, guys like me who are, like, 10 to 20 handicaps going to this place just having any fun. Like, and, and, and there's a lot of, and there's a lot of problems with it. Like, like I mentioned, there are way, way too many bunkers. And it's not just there are way too many bunkers, but, like, they're in just really bad areas. Like, there's a lot of fairway bunkers that are really close to the tee box where only, like, a gross mishit can get into them. Like, why are they there? Like, what point is it to doubly penalize a, a really bad tee shot by one of us and you have to hit in a bunker? Um there's a lot of water. There's a drivable par four hole number seven that has like 50 billion bunkers over and a force carry over water. Like there's no incentive to go for the green. Um, and like, like this is not a lot of holes, but, but before the renovation, the one thing that still made it okay was the fairways were pretty wide. Well, what they ended up doing was because the PG tour came to town, they wanted to, you know, make it more tougher. They actually added more bunkers and they reduced the width of the fairways from like 45 yards to 30 on every single hole. They grew up all the rough and they and they shifted some water hazards to bring it closer to the fairway. Like this thing, like it was already a really bad golf course for amateurs. This thing is disastrous. 
Like if like who would want to pay to actually be a member there and like like you're gonna lose like 15 golf balls playing it. I mean, it's it's a joke. somebody who somebody who plays Florida courses all the time. I watched that um uh, that that what's that guy's name for the Breaking 100? Do you watch that? From no, the, I, I no, I don't. Do you know, so the four play guys or whatever. So I don't know. The, Hank, I think his name is. Um, that's not Hank. I don't know. Whatever. Somebody's trying to break 100. And they have this video series of him trying to break 100. And he's playing all these up north golf courses. And I'm like, where's all the fucking water? Where's all the horrible penalty areas? I'm like, I want to go play these golf courses where if I shank it fucking right, I'm not wet. I, I'm at least I'm, it's at least playable. I don't have to fucking go take a drop somewhere. Like, I don't know. I'm just super jealous. Like, yeah, but where would all the alligators live in Florida if they weren't if they weren't there? Dude, you, you know, that's what sucks about living in Florida, like growing up back home, like you go in like freshwater and not have to worry about it. Like I didn't have to worry about water moccasins and fucking alligators and shit. You go in the ocean down here. I got to worry about shacks, freshwater. I got alligators, water moccasins, everything else trying to kill you. Florida is just constantly trying to kill you. Yeah, we just have to worry about uh, daily long life spiders up here, you know, getting in your kitchen. <laughs> so, so, so one of the things that, like, like I said, it was really wide fairways, and they end up shrinking it down for the PGA Tour. Like, like, so I'll, I'll use an example. Hole number eighteen. That's the par five. So that used to be actually okay for amateurs. It was like a fifty-yard wide fairway, and if you wanted to, there was like a two hundred twenty-yard carry over the water to the green. Or you can just go around it to like a 35-yard fairway in order to lay up and then, you know, pitch it onto the green. Now what they did was they shrunk the fairway to like 35 yards wide. They took that water hazard that was like like well before the round of the fairway. They are moving that towards the tee box. So now that's in play for most amateurs. And that little layup zone that you could like go into if you didn't want to try to hit over the water, it's now 15 yards wide. And it has four bunkers, like, cornered. Like, there's literally, like, a 10 by 15 yard square you have to hit it in in order to, like, hit your layup shot. Like, how is that any fun for, like, an amateur? Like, how, like what, what do you do there? Like, you're like, all right, well, I'll just go for it. I'm going to lose the ball then. I'll just drop by the green. And I'll just take, like, an eight. So, but Sometimes like, the snowman's not the worst option. No, it isn't. But, like, so for you and me, this golf course is a disaster. But for these pros, though, it's it's nothing. Like, yeah, like you can't spray it everywhere. Like you can't do what Eric Van Royen did last year where you just like bomb away and just like hit it every water hazard without any regard where it goes. Like you got to have some sort of accuracy here. You got to keep it in play. But if you do, it's a really easy to hit greens. They're bent grass greens, too, so they roll pretty well. So as far as like guys, I'm just trying to target like this is one of the places where and drive accuracy is kind of misleading. Like, you know, we use it a lot of times where, oh, it's like deep penal rough and like, you know, you got to keep in the fairway. But like here where there's actual like penalties to hit it in the rough because the green regulation rate is so high. And this does kind of turn to a putting contest if you're on the green. You got to keep it in play. And if you keep it in play, you're going to have a short iron to receptive greens. And you can just end up just making like a bunch of short putts. So. Ball striking is really important here, especially off the tee performance. Like if you're a shorter hitter, loses strokes off the tee. As long as you keep the ball in play here, that's fine. Now, bombers can do well here as well. Um, like Tony Finau has done well here. Matthew Wolf's done well here. But I mean, if you look at Matthew Wolf, he hit like 68% of his fairways here. So he actually drove the ball really well that week. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and Finau was hitting like just a little over 50% of his fairways. But you know, you can get lucky here, but if you're like an EVR or like, I don't know, who's like another, like a Keith Mitchell or something. 
<laughs> like, like that, that might not work out too well for you. Like just spray it everywhere. This is not a place where like if you hit it in the rough, like it's an advantage for the bombers because everybody's pretty close to the green. And because the scores tend to be around like 18, 19 under par when you score, cut lines are on minus two. Like you got to make some pods. You can't be hitting these greens, like especially when everybody's hitting the greens at 75 percent of the time like they usually are. Right. Like it's it's it, like this is not a scrambling contest. This is going to come down to basically who can keep the ball and play off the tee. What's their irons pretty good and make a couple putts. And as far as like golf courses, this kind of reminds me of this is kind of like a cross between like the Honda Classic and the John Deere, where like there's so many ways you can get in trouble, like either off your tee shot or like there's a bunch of water hazards around the greens. But they're really soft, receptive greens, just like the John Deere. They're bent grass as well. And as long as you're just hitting it consistently, you know, you definitely can go low here. Uh, some other golf courses kind of reminds me of just like as far as like types of scores that, that ends up winning here, like types of players do well. Like, you know, your typical like middle of the road, like PG Tour steps, like, you know, TBC River Highlands, Detroit Golf Club, like Sedgefield Country Club. I know Sedgefield is Bermuda, but like it, it, that, those generally attract like the same types of guys who do well here. Um, and then if you kind of look at some guys who are just, you know, have gained more than a stroke and a half in the field, you know, you got Am Hadwin, you got Cheryl Schwartzel, Emiliano Grillo, Charles Howell III, Bo Ho, Cameron Tringali. Like, you know, it's guys that are generally pretty consistent. They kind of play vanilla golf, but if they get some putts rolling, you know, they can end up doing well. And that's kind of what's a go here. So, like, you know, it, it's, it's a weak field. It's going to be hard to find guys who are consistently good ball strikers. No, but... You know, just I would try and target guys who are just, you know, do a good job keeping the ball and play off the tee, hit their short irons pretty well. And if they get how with the putter, kind of like what Matthew Wolf did back in 2019, that's a good recipe for success. Not so and that's all I got for the 3M. All right. Well, uh, listen, uh, you know, we're going to do the uh, DFS and uh, best ball show. But uh, listen, before you go listen to us tomorrow night, make sure you head over to underdogfantasy.com and use promo code SGPN for a free 25 bucks. That's right. Sign up now for a a free shot at a million dollars. So go download the app and sign up at underdogfantasy.com promo code SGPN. Um, Yeah, man. I mean. Look, it's uh, it's always uh, a letdown after a major, but I feel like after this past major, it's not that big of a letdown. So uh, I'm kind of excited about the 3M. And uh, I don't know, man. It's a birdie. So you get to go dumpster diving with your peoples, like the, the like the real like Drek. Yeah, you I love that I, stuff. Yeah. So here's the, I haven't even so I haven't even looked. Do um, you want to do a snap DFS lineup right now? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. Because we didn't do that last week because you didn't want to record on Sunday. Last week we recorded. What are you talking about? We just recorded Sunday, Monday, fucking. What are you talking about? Did we not record Sunday? We record. We. No, you were. Oh, we we did did record Sunday. Yeah, what are you talking about? (laughs) Time is meaningless when you've been up at two in the morning for the past week. (laughs) I was like, I didn't want to record last night because I was gassed. Yeah. All right. right. Let's open up a contest for you. Yep. All right. Let's let see. Pull, let me pull up my little sheets here so I can oh see what you're God. looking at. Good Lord. DJ 11.3, Boosty 10.9. No. No, no, no. Okay. Right. Oh, my so God. Grios. Grios Daddy 300. All right. So you're skipping over the entire tens. Absolutely. Okay. You're going down to nines. Yep. All right. So I'm going to go. I'm going to go. Tringale. 
Oh, Keegan. Keegan. 88. 8,800 Keegan. Mm. Fuck you, the ear. Screwed so many of my bets. McNeely. My boy Big Shot Bob's in this field, too. Yeah, I know. I, just, I don't know. I feel, right, like so he, I feel like he shot a shot. Okay. Levy right, Otis. 7,900. He's steal. on a heater, man. That's a steal. It's a steal in this field. Okay. He's going to have like 30% ownership. I don't give a shit. Hmm? All, all, the sh- all the Seamus power ownership is going to go to him this week because Seamus withdrew because he won. Is it, does that irk you, by the way, that you've been banging the drum for Seamus in the one tournament that you paid no attention to me up winning? Yeah, did you not see the kill yourself with a bazooka fucking gif I put into the Slack channel? Oh, that was a reference to that? Yeah, that was a reference to that. I was like, oh, I just want to kill myself. Thank you. Thanks, thanks, Steve. Thanks for making my Sunday worse. <laughs> Friends like you. The, uh... <laughs> God damn it. Anytime, there's, <laughs> there's some shit down here. Oh, yeah, there is. You have the right. perpetual Pat Perez for seventy one hundred dollars. Uh, I don't like. Uh, I never. I never Pretty played. Solid. So what happened to Han when he almost shot fucking fifty eight? What happened to him? Uh, he finished like T three, I think. Right. So I got eight thousand of golfer left. Plenty of room. Plenty of room. This is great podcasting, by the way. You go to Luke List eighty one hundred dollars. Now Vegas. Yeah, Vegas. I'm just gonna play my guys. That's it. I'm just gonna do. Okay. Right, so, so what? So what's the lineup then? Hold on, I got, I got, I got to make one more. Okay, I'll go with, I'll go with Chucky three sticks. Let's do that. All right, so I got Leviota, List, McNeely, Schwartzel, Tringale. I feel like I gotta change that one. All right, so I'm gonna fuck Tringale. I got Vegas, and I now that gives me ninety nine hundred. I'm gonna go Grio. I don't care. I'll leave fucking six hundred bucks on the table. So Grio, Leviota. List McNeely Schwartzel Vegas is the All initial. Right, so so super super balanced. Yeah, super balanced. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's the, well, that's the initial one. All right. We'll break it all tomorrow and uh, <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. Oh my God, dude. Some of those prices were shocking. <laughs> oh, yeah. Some of those prices were shocking. All right, man. Well, listen, you guys know where to find us. Uh, thanks for sticking around for the hour-long ramble session. Um, I'm on Twitter, Boston underscore Capper. Uh, go to the Slack channel uh, and uh, come join our fun little uh, awesome fucking community. Uh, I know lots of people made a shit ton of money this weekend, so uh, come join, man. Uh, other than that, we'll see you guys. Uh, wait, what day is today? Is it Monday? <laughs> it's Monday. All right, so we'll see, see you, guys. you tomorrow. We'll see you. We'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> it fucks me up when I don't when I do do it on Sunday. I'll see you guys tomorrow night for the uh, DFS event show. Peace.